0: The following audio may contain coarse language and other material that may not be suitable for a younger audience. Viewer discretion is advised. Also, we may spoil anything and everything, so you have been warned. Hello and welcome to the Movie Gang Podcast. I'm your host, Jack Newman, and I'm joined in two... Uh, I don't know. I was going to make a joke about you being the second player, Mm -hmm. and I'm player player one, but that seems weird. I don't know. It's cool. I I mean, I guess
1: if they do make a franchise, they can just keep calling it Ready Player Two and Ready Player Three or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. If they call it Ready Player One Two, I'm going to kick somebody. (laughs) I'm going to be so mad. Yeah, that's
0: real fucking dumb. Um, I've obviously joined here today with Ben Haworth. How are you, Ben?
1: Uh, I'm doing well. Doing well.
0: Uh, We're about to take a nostalgia bolus right to the bollocks, so let's get ready for that. I'm
1: gonna Go watch this and then go watch an old film noir movie, I guess. (laughs) The opposite of this movie. (laughs) The literal
0: opposite of this, like literal rose tinted glasses movie <laughs> he's just
1: like <laughs> everything that could possibly be shoved into a frame of this movie and then I'm gonna watch a bunch of people go meh meh, meh. For two hours.
0: <laughs> remember how we used to make movies <laughs> uh, no.
1: oh no uh, <laughs> I don't know I guess I'm not as I'm not as this is the end of culture as some people are in this movie, but I guess we'll talk about all that. I,
0: I have, I have to admit I am, am I don't, I am like, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I'm not like a huge fan of this project. And and I, I actually don't hate the book per se um never
1: read the book so can't can't speak on the book it yeah, yeah like i don't and I, I don't, probably... don't want to
0: do that i don't i don't yeah. think ready player one is worth our time to like talk an hour about the book and the differences between the movie i literally don't think there's there's tons the, out know, there of
1: that yeah already yeah
0: yeah yeah and there's there's plenty of things i actually think movie bob's comparison of the differences and also like how the movie improves upon doing the book is a is a pretty good one so if you want to go check that out but today we're just going to be focusing on the value of the movie as a whole unto itself. So summary, when the creators of a virtual reality world called the Oasis dies, he releases a video in which he challenges all Oasis users to find his Easter eggs, which will give the finder his fortune. Uh, it's a dumb setup. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's,
1: it's, a, it's, it's a mix of, uh, of yeah a, a video game plot and, and uh, Willy Wonka, basically. Yeah. yeah
0: yeah and, and that's that's fine you know what like they they treat it with with a certain amount of ridiculousness that's never really bothered me about the dumbness of the plot per se uh and i even like the moments when the guy pops out and there's all this star wars memorabilia around him i mean star trek you know because he's oh, actually no. in yeah he's like yeah, in, in the, the actual like spock pod that shot him at the end of wrath of Khan. that's cool <laughs> yeah this
1: is neat um yeah it's um i don't know if we want to start with anything but i will say undeniably i was shocked that uh uh um oh god i forgot his name for all of a sudden um the, <laughs> um i i uh, yeah oh, uh, mark, rylance. mark rylance mark rylance uh when i saw he's in this movie i was like why <laughs> i know spielberg <laughs> loves him now and he has to be in every movie spielberg makes now like that's his new rule but like um in the trailer, he just looked like he just had this stupid wig on and he just looked like sad. And I was like, What did you do to poor Mark Rylance? He's not ready for this movie. <laughs> but he's actually really good in this movie, I think. He's yeah, actually yeah. One of the better performances and actually is bringing something that I wish the movie, and I guess I'll frame it around this. And then I wish the movie was a little more about his struggle. And I think that's what Spielberg. I spent a lot of this movie like why did Spielberg make this, you know? And to me, I think a big part of it is he sees himself as like that guy. You know, I feel like he he sees himself as this guy who who, who brought all this pop culture to the world and now is living in that world he created. And maybe sometimes he's like, Oh no, what have I done? I've, um,
0: I've there's no originalism. Yeah. <laughs> I, I fucked I, myself
1: I, I, I built my career on remixing old things, and now that's all anyone does. Oh, oh no, oh no!
0: <laughs> what was the good job? Uh, Steve Jobs movie? Uh, not the not the Ashton Kutcher one. Obviously, it's funny that I remember yeah, that the one, Ashton Kutcher the, one. The, yeah, Michael the good one is called
1: Jobs. Yeah, with Michael Fassbender and, and Danny. Right. Butler,
0: got it. And got Sorkin. it. Right. My, the Michael. No, no, no. Okay, so the Ashton Kutcher one is called Jobs. Yeah, the Ashton Kutcher one is
1: called Jobs. The uh, the Michael Fassbender one is called Steve Jobs. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Okay, um, and uh, the so, Ashley Kutcher one, let's not forget, has a lowercase J. <laughs>
0: Fuck you. That oh my god! Terrible. It literally, if you if you Google it, it pops up like that. Oh my yep. god, that's terrible. Yeah. Um, I watched yeah. that movie so,
1: with uh, with, uh, with Kevin Sheel yeah. and boy, that's a fun bad movie. I got to tell you, there's if you like like overly yeah. wrought, pad written movies, mm, good stuff. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm glad. I'm glad you do. I I love the Steve Jobs Michael Fassbender version. I, I do think too. that's I do too. a really really good movie and kind of the movie I thought secretly like he wanted to be making while doing Mm. this. Did you get Mm -hmm. that vibe too? Yeah. That's the movie
1: I was kind of hoping it was going to be. Yeah. yeah.
0: Right. Right. I I, I was very, I was very fascinated for that character arc and Mike, Mark Rylance just like breathed so much Steve Jobs esque life into that role. And almost like the, like the level, a level of depression about his own like memorabilia almost. And he just, it's good, you know. <laughs> like, and they, and they keep, and they keep, it, 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 like draws. It. There's such an interesting thing happening in the background. I don't think it goes anywhere, though. It doesn't complete. Do you know what I no, mean? No,
1: exactly. And by the end, you're just left with more questions of like, so his big regret was he was in love with the lady who then married his friend, and now his friend runs his like museum of ego. Like, it's just there's some weird fucking shit going on in that whole relationship that. Is not right. very addressed. And I think is more to be like, oh, Simon Pegg was here the entire time rather than me. You know, right, like, right. Actually, like, w- <laughs> why? though? <laughs> like, Because that's, like, a old Spielberg thing, too. Like, when you actually think about the Grail Knight and, like, Last Crusade, you're like, what? How is he not insane? He's been alive right. for 800 right. years.
0: But <laughs> Spielberg's just like, it's cool, you know, who cares? You know, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's funny, too, when he gets about, away uh, with with just, like, he gets, like, ambiance going and you're just like, oh, yeah. I have been here for a thousand years. And you're like, oh, cool. Yeah, totally. Whatever, Spielberg. Yeah.
1: <laughs> you chose poorly. Like, oh, that's, that's the great. kind of
0: shit if you bolded, I'd be like, fuck you. <laughs> like, <laughs>
1: it's true. I mean, that's part of the the thing about this movie is, like, thank God it's directed by Steven Spielberg. Like, even if I may want him to make different kinds of movies in this it's enjoyable, and I think a lot of that is just he knows how to fucking move, man. He knows how to just keep a story going and keep the excitement interesting. And, and it, maybe it's not the best told story in the world, but I, I, I'm i just like, it's a good ride. Like That's the thing I'll say. It's just at least enjoyable uh, throughout.
0: Yeah, it's one of the things that I think is, you know, this is like, you know, Evangelion-style stuff where it's like, you know, it's a really good story. They're telling it very, very well all the way through Neon Genesis Evangelion. But there's like at least four or five times in that series where you're just like, move the fuck on, like. <laughs> and that's not that's it's the opposite problem with here where you're like you're like you're very confused, but you're like, okay, well, here's another motorcycle battle, you know, like. Right. <laughs> right. And there's every and that's the other thing too is like I feel like you could make a like a really serious like a really deadly drinking game out of like memorabilia in this movie. <laughs>
1: Oh god! It's, I mean, I don't. Like, I, don't I I
0: don't even think it's possible. I don't even think. I don't even think you can like do that.
1: I I just feel bad for every movie writer who has to like be the first to catalog every reference in this movie. It's like it
0: must be. Oh a yeah, like you. Yeah, I have. You, I sent. I sent one in the chat. Did you see that one where it was like? Was that yeah, one? all like, three hundred? F- yeah, it's like how
1: how already how so many. yeah
0: somebody somebody had to rip that off in Russia and like somebody was like going frame by frame. That's ridiculous. Well, one thing that
1: I've only read passages of the book and and they were the worst passages, I think, just because someone who didn't like the book, you know, so I, I have a <laughs> yeah. very, a very <laughs> skewed opinion of the book. I'll just admit, but like um, but I can at least tell what works better about this movie is that like you don't have to list out the references and it works in more of a uh, it reminded me of um, a Wreck-It Ralph, you know. Like right. If you right. read a fan fiction where it's like, and then Mario walked by Sonic, and you're like, fuck off. But like, when it's just in this universe and that's how it works, and characters just moving around each other, you can have that visceral experience of being like, oh, cool, without weirdly not having the thing of like, oh, why? Why is he doing this? Like, it, it works better in terms of just like. And I think the other thing that helped is that VR chat happened to come out yeah. right before this movie came right. out. And. That's literally what everyone does. Everyone is fucking, you know, uh, Samus or you know Jack Skellington or whoever you want right, to be. Right. And like, it's a dumb, racist version of the Oasis, but like, it is a a a prototype. And I was like, so seeing that and being a gamer, and and I think those elements, it was like. I, I think I bought into the world more than some critics because it's like, well, I, that's kind of how games are. Like I right, see people in right. Skyrim just turning the dragons into Thomas, a tank engine, you know, like people always take this and remix it and shove it in where it doesn't belong because that's kind of what you do. You know, it's like part of the yeah. culture. I it, think.
0: And I have to admit, it holds that kind of this. It's, it, it's funny to me because a movie that kept coming up in my mind a little bit was the fucking Lego movie.
1: It's <laughs> a, a good comparison. Yeah, I can see that.
0: where. Both of them have, like, this, like, this, like, deep, like this this really deep respect for creators and like people taking a franchise and making it their own thing. And I think that Lego does it better. <laughs> like a little yes. bit. Yeah, Lego does yeah. the respect for these things a little bit better than like this one's like I, I guess like I've never had like I, I I love the internet as much as you do. And I love like the funny randomness things that every time we start to talk about what's actually happening though. Like, I'm like, okay, stop. Like, <laughs> it's funny in the moment, but what if I like have a serious conversation about like, yeah, we just replaced some random shit and it was really funny. So just chill. And, and that's, and I get, and it's funny to me that like, I keep running into that situation in this movie versus the Lego movie does a really great job of so winding around it and threading that loop. In my opinion, way better than like this movie where it's like, yeah, it's so cool. Cause he's got a DeLorean. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. he put the Knight Rider light on the DeLorean. Oh, it's so crazy and weird. <laughs> <laughs> Look at all the, all the stuff. Halo. Oh my god. <laughs> Overwatch. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, I'm such a bitch, though. I, I I'll talk about it later. But like when the Gundam oh, we, shows up, well, I just well, lose we'll
1: it. we'll each give her a nostalgic. thing. Yeah. Like you know, it just it, there's so much in it. Eventually, something. And I think because it's not, because I from what I understand the book is more just the 80s. And this one has a little bit more of, like, you know, it has Overwatch, it has Iron Giant, it has, uh, right, uh, you know, I think I saw uh, Hello Kitty characters, you know, like, there's, like,
0: there's just a broader
1: yeah. range than, I th- than it sounds like the book just has, so it's, like, I think because of that, uh, there's an element to it that's just going to get you, and part of me, for me, was, like, because I know, you know, a little bit more about Spielberg than I would just say the casual viewer of, like, who his contemporaries were and who he worked with a lot, and... Not, like, some deep knowledge or whatever, but just, like, basic nerd knowledge of, like, what he's into. I was really enjoying all the tributes he did to all his friends, you know? Like, that's the part that I was, like, getting really happy about was, like, the Zemeckis cube and, like, the whole shining section. And, like, it just felt like some of the times he was just, like... Ah remember that, when I yeah. made that movie? It's Robert Zemeckis about back going back to the future. It was fun. It was good times. Gremlins, yeah. you know, like it's just like he has like some moments like that where it's like it feels like him just though apparently a lot of the Spielberg stuff was just the animators because Spielberg didn't want to look all navel gazy about himself. Like he didn't want the dinosaur and he didn't want the gremlins, but then later he saw the test footage and he was like, ah, right, fine. So I thought that was kind of
0: interesting. Yeah. I don't blame him at all for that. Like, that's, that's totally like an artist thing. Like if you like, if even like, you know, if, if, if I'm making something and somebody's like, oh yeah, we'll re- self-referentially self-referenti- inject some of you into this. I'm like, no, that's so masturbatory. And I, and I, and I understand right. this. Like, and, it, and, it, and it, I I have to say this, there's nothing more masturbatory than this movie. <laughs> so like. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So I, I I
0: totally understand his desire not to inject his own masturbatory m- material into this masturbatory fantasy, but you know, right? Leave that all in his. And- Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, don't sorry. Make I'm I'm done. I'm
1: done. I'm sorry. No, no. It's 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 true. And uh, uh Wheelie, that's a, like the same problem that the movie Straight Outta Compton has. Mostly because yep. I don't think people realize, but, like, it's really funny that that movie ends with, like, oh, we made Friday, and Friday's a huge hit, and you're, like, oh, that's the same director as this movie. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> fuck? So, except for Gary Gray. You made this movie. It's weird. You're, like, oh, remember when I made Friday?
0: It was great. Oh, hey! <laughs> <laughs> You're pretty great, huh? <laughs> <laughs> so we did we
1: did a good job, guys. <laughs> oh, fuck me. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just the weird thing sometimes you, you come up with. Um, so it's it's, it, I don't know. The movie's weird. I mean, I get people who totally hate this movie, but I guess I just I just find an enjoyability and uh, a core of it that's. Uh, fun and i think it's all just in that sort of I, production
0: i really don't buy the this is like the arbiter of the end times interpretation of this movie no yeah um and i and i <sighs> Because I, I get everyone dissing, you know, as in this, because it's more of a, it's more of like I feel like movie. A lot of people are like, you know, the targets of success in this type of day is like, you know, superhero movies and that, and they're like the creativity has just gone out of the air. Which I don't really buy that because what's essentially happened is just movies have compacted into blockbusters and low budget movies, and yeah, the that's creativity the big problem, in, yeah. Right which which is a problem because you don't get any like medium busters anymore. You don't get like you don't get like, you know, s- you know, you don't get right, like I, 50 I, I, million. Exactly. I'm
1: l- I'm I'm reading it right now about uh, not reading but I'm listening to a podcast right now about uh, as good as it gets, which is people forget. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Was a massive hit movie and is like just about Jack Nicholson and Greg Kinnear and and Helen Hunt just kind of hanging out for two and a half hours, like. (laughs) And they make a good point in this podcast that they're like that would be a TV show, like it just never would be made. It would be made as like an HBO show. It never would come out in a film, and never make 150 million dollars. You know that just doesn't happen anymore.
0: I guess my point, too, is that, like, I think that, like, these kind of projects find their place a little bit among, like, the best media, and we don't want to accept TV as being legitimate media at this point. Like, we, I'm sorry, like, both you and me, and me more than you, like, I kind of, like, I look down my nose at, like, Netflix original movies, usually, with with a couple of, like, major exceptions.
1: It's the problem of like it's just – and then Netflix is having this problem too of like we just had this ballooning effect where like TV started getting really good and people were focusing on like the, the really good shows that were coming out like Breaking Bad right. and, and Sopranos and Mad Men. And it was all like in this little chunk. And now it's just like fucking a million shows and there's so right. many. Right. And did, Netflix did puts one out every second, you know, and you're just yeah. like I, I can't even. I don't
0: want to. Did you hear about up. Troy? Which is this Netflix original series? Yeah, yeah, yeah I know. like I heard about it, it was a week bananas. Before. It has crazy high production values, and like I just started watching it, and it's all out there, and like I've never heard a word about it, and it is. Fucking bananas!
1: Like <laughs> yeah, like, like they want their own Spartacus or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Right. It, it's like it's like tits and blood, and it's. I mean, it literally. You know you, that you've seen Spartacus. It's literally just like Spartacus with like. I
1: guarantee they had Spartacus blood and sand or something on their Netflix at some point. It was a huge hit. And they're like, we got to make our own. We got to have our own right. Spartacus. Right, and that's
0: exactly what they're doing. And 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 it's and it's not and Troy bad. probably I mean, was a big
1: hit movie on their site too, because I know everyone watches Troy for some reason. We all watch Troy. Nobody loves Troy, but everyone. is scene, Troy? I don't know I, I why. Wanna, I want
0: to put this to you, and I've had this conversation with other people. I think th- w- Troy has one of the best fights in movie it history. It does have
1: a very good fight. It is true. Yeah. It is a very, I think, very good fight. I think, and
0: I think it's, it's also funny to be cause that, that movie is so dumb and that fight is so well, not well choreographed, but so like timed because it's done on the basis of, you know, what's going to happen right. and it builds up the, it builds up the intensity of the fight and is very quiet all the way through. And it's just such a well choreographed fight scene for such a dumb movie. <laughs> it's 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 like somebody got really smart for like five minutes in that movie (laughs) Like, i don't
1: understand it that's the problem with ready player one it just is i think it just came out too late honestly i think and that's what some i've saw some very good articles about like the weird or the, the interesting way that the opinions of ready player one have changed in just the last seven years since it came out uh the book because, right. like, right. back then, like, you know, you had to have the context of, like, people were still fighting to have video games be considered as legitimate media. And, like, right. there was still lots of lawsuits. Jack Thompson was still fucking around that piece of shit. And, like, Jesus Christ. There was, like, all this stuff. And then, like, you know, Gamergate happened. We're not going to focus on that. But, like, and that, I think, changed a lot of the ideas of gatekeeping and nerd culture and some of the issues with it. And I think now it's, like... There's just been so much nostalgia bait, and there's just been so much, you know, like uh, '80s revivalness. It just feels like, like this, just is sort of the last bastion and the most of it, you know. So I feel like it's become a target of something. When I think at its core, it's not anywhere near sinister. Some of the worst stuff, but like I think it's just there's so much of it, and it just represents a right. A, Uh, an idea that's old now that got old very quickly that people didn't expect, you know? And, and
0: and I understand, I understand the desire. I mean, to say that, that that this is like the summation of a problem in culture. I just don't think it's a problem in culture. I just think it's a, it is old. (laughs) I think, I think this book is old and representative of a time period. And now we've passed it by. It's not, I, I think it's, I think it's more suggestive of what has happened than what is going to happen.
1: Yeah, I think so. I think so. And and the and the movie does try to, I think, you know, pace it out and give it a wider berth. I just think it's – the problem is it's just inherently about a movie. The, there's still – the core is about a guy who's, like, the – who owns the world's greatest resource because he knows a lot about the 80s. You know, like, that still comes down to, like, being, like, a little dumb. bit of, like, my <laughs> cultural life. You know, it's like – you know – I've, I wrote a book where If you know right. all right. there is to know About Kurosawa Like then you own the world Like it's a little but right. You're right. like Ben are you kind of talking about yourself now A little bit you know <laughs>
0: maybe that's really that's really fucking funny it's like right. you you know you know the most about this obscure process and I, I don't know what that person <laughs> you is you know
1: if you really know d- deep knowledge of, of Ernst Lubitsch oh, you know
0: <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you the you're the plus. greatest Smurfs fan of all time <laughs> right, whatever, now Smurfs whatever. are really important oh, Bond, to you know, ruling Bond, the world
1: yeah Bond becomes like the most important thing in the world like yeah do own it you know but it's like a little Walk. bit of a navel-gazing
0: <laughs> yeah it's also it's also interesting to me because like I've, I've kind of come around to this viewpoint watching zuckerberg uh th- last week with the senators recognizing yeah, so that, many like,
1: so many good memes about that so many good oh god lizard but, person but it's one of those memes.
0: things where it makes you realize that like society is like a good portions of society are left behind and so it's one of those things where it's like, you know, there's a strata of what's happening across the inter- internet and like the last 20 years have kind of been like strata, but there's people that are like legitimately going through periods of the internet that are like simultaneously going through like the revolution around these times. So it's like people can enjoy this thing, but at the same time, you know, be totally swept up into the idea that it's the downfall of the internet.
1: Right. Right. That's true. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and I think, Generations are just becoming so divided in terms of like values already you know it's always been the case but like it's faster now we're like generation C or I forget the generation below us but like already I talked to some of them and I'm just like whoa you're
0: you're like way past me we had a a plumber come last week and he was born in 1996 Oof, and and I was just like I just like I was sitting there like and I just like I asked him straight to his face I was like am I an old man to you and he's like you're kind of old and I just like, yeah. I like I was just like, I was like, harsh, bro. And he's like, bro. And I was like, ah, no, no. what have I done? What have I done? What have I become? <laughs> Everything I touch turns to shit. <laughs> no, we we haven't
1: even gotten high enough jobs yet to ruin the world. Like, give us no, some time. shit! <laughs>
0: It skips Uh, a generation because they'll never fucking die. Sorry, that's too dark. (laughs) Well, I mean,
1: that's the problem. It's like... Now you look at '90s movies and you're like you you just got to be lazy like that was just an option for you you just like allowed right, yourself right. and it's, you're like
0: it's one of the it's one of those things that like I definitely could tell that like you know people ten years older than us don't understand they're like just get a job and I'm like fuck you you have <laughs> like, no idea eat a dick <laughs> it is not like this it was never like sorry let's we're I'm done <laughs> no it's true but I mean I this actually, is what, this yeah, is yeah. the movie I mean it's like it is about a it is it
1: is a generational Movie in a sense because it's like yeah. about it's a it's a it's a guy who like started in the seventies who is right making a book about like all the movies he made that it influenced the culture that then influenced the book that then is about like future
0: tech and like that that future wa. generations you know what I mean like it's
1: <laughs> that's why you have to kind of talk about it like this because it's just like yeah. a million things happening in this movie because
0: like, it, it, you don't think about Spielberg's influence being so goddamn like so da- so goddamn daunting in terms of like because he's such an influential impact on culture I didn't even thought about Spielberg being the guy to come back so it's so fucking incestuous in a good way um <laughs> well I mean that
1: that's the thing that was crazy but it. it was like the joke was always like only steven spielberg could make the book because like you know it's so influenced by him and then he did and you're like what what he did why uh, yeah, <laughs> I,
0: I don't know why i, I have to admit, i am kind of at a loss for why he is involved in this project and i am this is the most un-steven spielberg movie to me sometimes do you know what i mean
1: oh yeah because yeah and like I, I think it's a couple things that I, I do think he wanted to make another uh, MoCap movie. I think he really enjoyed making. Yeah, I do. Tintin. I think. And, I think he did too. Yeah. And and I, he's promised that only Peter Jackson will direct Tintin, and Peter Jackson won't for some reason. <laughs> I don't know why. Um. But uh, uh. But I think that's part of it. I think he wouldn't make more MoCap movie. I think he was influenced by the whole Mark Rylance thing, and maybe he just was like, you know, I'll make a ton of more dad movies, and maybe one, you know kid movie i don't know i'll try See yeah kids like me still i mean that's my guess well, but we haven't talked about postulate we,
0: it's funny to me too that like you know i spent we i recorded an animated episode today and literally we <laughs> talked nothing about the plot but only about the characterization in it. and it was, <laughs> this is the exact opposite we've not even mentioned the main character's name in this whole bit percival <laughs> or well, he's got two Artists. names that we've mentioned neither and it's funny <laughs> to me that we've talked only about like it's it's place in the grander scheme so let's let's back off real quick here um I don't think we'll spend as much time on the characterizations because I don't think there's kind of much to this guy here.
1: No, I think that's part of the problem is that like, it, it doesn't go for a more interesting choice each time. Like he has a good bit line where he's like, Oh, my dad named me Wade Watts because like, that's the name of someone who's boring who then becomes someone great in like a comic book or a, yeah, mostly comic books. Yeah. Um, yeah. But.
0: he does it he's definitely i love how that that line about like there's like a joke in there about like marvel alliteration characters so
1: you <laughs> loved him he loved him yeah
0: um steven strange um yeah it's uh remember.
1: peter parker <laughs> dum-dum-dugan <Banner>. <laughs> yeah, he fucking loved that man stan lee he was just all about that <laughs> yeah um but I guess it sounds good in Stanley voice.
0: Peter Parker, you know. Um. Yeah, he's like, hey, we're gonna call him Peter Parker, and he's <laughs> gonna have spider powers, you know, or maybe a wasp. Oh no, 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 like a like a like a tick. He just sucks the blood. At-. That's an actual superhero. Fuck. You figure it out, Kirby. <laughs> <laughs> I'll
1: be over here. Come on, God
0: damn it! Make me money,
1: <laughs> Stanley Excelsior. <laughs> um, um, yeah, and, and I think. So that is it. And I think the part that just destroyed me in terms of just being like, wow, he we went for the worst choice was uh, was the reveal of the love interest because I was like, oh, maybe it will be something like she's trans or she's disabled. And that's why she is to be in the thing. And it's like she has. A birthmark, oh, like the most not Oh, it was really bad. Not like disfiguring, totally fine birthmark, and she looks needed, gorgeous. She's fine. It needed
0: to be bad, right? Like it needed to be bad, and she, something, it, like especially or something guess, like you know, that's like something that has like wanna... some
1: like, element to it. Like she's disabled. Yeah. She's like she's. There's a reason she goes to the Oasis so much, and like because the real world sucks so much. And I guess the world was just anyways. But like, it extra sucks yeah. for her. Was I thought the idea, but it was just like, oh, okay, <laughs> you know, cool. That's 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 you, I guess. Yeah,
0: <laughs> Sol- solid choice. I-, I I guess my thing about it is just that, like, you know. I expect technology movies to be more intelligent about some stuff sometimes. And I expected Mm -hmm. it to go there with her. And especially about something that was so catfishing is just a big part of like internet culture too. Like there needed to be a reason and it just Mm -hmm. like, it didn't seem to have any place for these characters to go. Like, and that's the bad part about this movie is it's exciting and like, it's, it's dealing with that, but these are really like hardcore self insert characterizations.
1: Oh, it's a very Mary Sue. Like I hate that term. Yeah. There's some, there's some Mary Sue ness going on in this movie for yeah. sure. Yeah,
0: and, and it's, it's just, and I I get that it's a wild ride, and I appreciate the movie, and I understand the reasons, but it's just it definitely all the way through. Like sometimes he opens your mouth, his mouth, and I'm just like, fuck you, bro. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like fuck you. Uh, shut <laughs> let up. me just watch, let me look at a Gundam. God damn it. Fuck off. <laughs>
1: No, and it it is in, like, a lot of those 80s movies, he is, like, a boring square, and he has, like, cool, eccentric friends, you know? Like, it is very much in, like, a Goody style. We're like, who gives a shit about, uh, fucking, was it Josh Brolin, I think, was the main Yeah! Yeah. Woo! And then, like, everyone else, you're like, eh, whatever. Like, you're like, whatever, that kid, but you're like, Chuck! (laughs) Where's that kid with the fucking gadgets? You're like, yeah! Give me those kids. Fuck yeah. Like, because Lena Waithe is like, that was probably the best... Like, surprise for me. For some reason, I didn't know that Lena Waith was in this movie. She's from Master of None, and she plays like the. the. She has like a male avatar who's like this big, burly dude, and then like she shows up, and it's never supposed to be made, but she's, you know, she's dressed like she dresses, and she's a lesbian in real life, so there's like maybe some implication there, but they don't make it clear. But like, I'm mean, really, that was nice of like, you know, a person doing a completely different version of themselves and, like, you know, expressing right. different ideas. And I, I need more of that, like you said. I need more of, like – and, like, I Rock was pretty funny that he's, like, this badass avatar and he's, like, complaining about neck pain or whatever, you know. Like, th- there's elements that are there, but, again, uh, sometimes it's just, like – The other one I thought was clever was that Ben Mendelsohn, who's a very fun villain, as always – he his version is just more evil businessman like this avatar is like was, even more businessman really funny. ultimate <laughs> businessman <laughs> i
0: it, it was really funny too cuz somebody was like i've seen so many things on the internet trying to like parse something out of his characterization and they're like he talks about superman he's got that superman curl in his ca- in his avatar and i was like what <laughs> <laughs> I guess, and then and then it's one of those things where they're trying to make a comparison, where it's like I think like uh, somebody's favorite quote was a Lex Luthor quote. I think it was Mark Runnells' character or something. I don't know, man. Yeah, I, yeah. I I like people are reading into this movie, and I'm like, stop! <laughs> <laughs> stop <laughs>
1: like, yeah. Your
0: brain will melt. <laughs> this is a good
1: example of like why the movie is is frustratingly unsettled sometimes. Because like, there's this good moment where like they trick Nolan Strento into thinking that he's. Uh, out of the game but he's not you know it's a classic little they made a little vr room that looks like him and i thought it was clever because like the the turnoff for me was like the the dude his buddy is like dressed like a fucking johnny toe assassin like he's in this like super awesome like black, you know, leather no, sorry, black, like, suit or the gun pointed at him, and I was like, oh it's, like, fake, because he looks way too cool like, he doesn't look that cool right. in real life and then, they fucking go to a screen, and they, like, a character is like, we made a fake VR thing yeah, and he's in it right now look at that screen, and I'm like, oh god damn it, like, just let us live in the moment, so, like, I think that's a good example, that this movie's
0: not subtle guys, it's right, right, not subtle and and I don't know why I want subtlety. Like I don't know how that'll improve the performance. Um, yeah. Like cause cause, I just wonder, like what is, what did like two thousand
1: two? I'm still feeling about nine eleven. You know, Spielberg do because he made like three really dark movies in a row. Like he made you know, uh, AI and and Munich. No, no so AI Minority Report. And um, War of the Worlds, he made, like three yeah. super depressing sci-fi movies, and, and this War of, is of the not Worlds that. Is terrible. I think War of the Worlds is overall terrible,
0: <laughs> but there yeah, are real, right.
1: like you said, with Troy. There's a couple scenes in that that are so good.
0: Oh no 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 no! There's some good stuff in there. There's some good stuff. I agree. I agree with that entirely. But it's there's it's, never it, not good stuff in a in a, in a Spielberg movie. Like yeah, that's there's like that's a, a the different thing. there's like a whole different fucking subset of systems to like gauge a Spielberg movie. It's true. Uh, <laughs> it's really like, true. Because like there's undeniable moments like the man like it, it's I'll say this again like you know it's ch- Gundam's like excited moments for me are cheap but even when they fucking pull this off like they they set it up they pull it out they do it and then the RX78 classic Amaro ray universal sentry uh, ne- like a neozeon war like zack like you know fuck man like, like the super, fucking classic Gundam yeah. comes out does the pose gives me the sound click and then just goes in and like kills a bunch of dudes and I'm just like oh god I'm so hot for it you know like
1: like yeah like, my and mine was like Firefly and it came in with like the exact engines and moving the right way and they went down because that's how it hovers and the fucking crate open and I was like ah, god damn it <laughs> you got me yeah she's <laughs> just like, so fucking cool serenity so showed cool. up I was like ah there's, right. there's
0: never gonna be a more movie-esque Gundam moment that I'm going to appreciate like that like it's probably true they're just there's never gonna be like a live action gundam that had like the spielberg treatment and it's one of those things where it's like he is an undeniably skilled uh filmmaker working with i'm sorry like a little bit of dross here like this is not a i don't don't know i don't think this is a great movie i think it was a fun joy ride and i think you should probably go see it at the same time like jesus man like, like, like it is like it's 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 very 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 empty which is not a thing i usually say about spielberg movies
1: that's well said that's a good point i agree it, it they usually leave you something or at right. least there's like an element to it or like right li- li- like um because even like a, you know like Compare the action in this to Tintin, and Tintin is a you know somewhat empty movie thematically, but like there's that crazy like 10 minute shot where he's trying to do oh like an unbroken thing. God, it's like, obviously, it's all digital, but it's like so well. Like, do you, the, do you the remember way the sword moved? fight
0: and the and like the ship on the sand and like that transition? Yeah. And uh. it was just like a it was like it was just some it, it's like you know, fuck throwing a bone into the air and it becoming a space station. This is some shit, you know, yeah, like, the fact it, that this
1: it, is like goes into that CGI noise that he's never really done much of, and it's just like, ah, that's what kind of bums me out. Like, there, there's right, there's missing right. a cleverness
0: somewhere in here. Like, it's so CGI that you can tell that him as a director is less in control of the frame.
1: Yeah, I think he gave over a lot of this movie, whereas I think, like, one thing that was he loved about Tintin is he got a, you know, the CGI was advanced enough that he could see, I don't think it was as good enough that he could see the exact finished version, but he could see, like, animatic versions of what right, it looked right. like. right in his camera and he was like, Whoa, look at that. And so I think he like was able to move the camera in a way that like he did as an action director right. back in the day, right. but with a digital space, this feels like he played it everything and then was just like figured it. Out. Right. You know, it has that I, kind of, I, I do, I do think that Ten
0: Ten feels like it has so much more. I like, I agree with you. Maybe that like 10, is kind of dumb and simplistic, but like, in, in like a fun adventure way. And I, I don't think it's ex- exactly, but it has like the spirit of like dumb, simplistic adventures, you know, and it pu- pulls it up to like a nine. And this is, that's the difference here is that this is not pulling anything up. Like it's just pulling up pure nostalgia and it's not elevating this. And I think that's the thing is uh, Ten Ten is a better comparison here for me in terms of that, like, you know, dumb, fun Spielberg. And this is dumb and fun, but it doesn't feel like Spielberg. Yeah. Yeah. I would have to agree with that. Well, shall we score? Yeah. Let's do it. Let's get the fuck out of here. Mm-hmm. Uh, gentlemen first all right uh i'm gonna give it
1: uh, i think a six um it's like we said it's it's uh, there's something there it's an enjoyable experience uh we didn't even mention like the the cgi like people are sleeping on the cgi which is like sort of purposefully at least the mocap is like purposefully cartoonish which is something i've been saying i want to see uh uh, more of and uh Mm. I liked it. I thought it had really interesting character designs. I think it could have used more interesting character designs, but like, and particularly I think the yeah. color grading kind of ruins it, which is a problem. I think it needs to be a little brighter.
0: Uh, I think, uh, I think it's a little, I, I, there's a couple of like design. I like the CG. I just think that like, there's a couple of design moments in here where like, <sighs> cause they have, okay. So they, they do stuff like they, he pull he walks in, it up into the library from the breakfast club. Right. Which is a, which is a real place that I've seen in a movie. And I'm right. very familiar with the space and he's walking through it. And like, they just didn't t- put his, it's it's only there for a couple seconds. So they don't put as much detail. So the, the space feels very digital and then he's somewhere else and it feels very non-digital. And I just like, I feel like Where, there's like yeah, this yeah, weird curving, arc of like uncanny valley in the spaces rather than the people the people are very consistent and they mm, went for a yeah. style and I understand that but like because the style of the areas around them changes so much like sometimes it's working and sometimes it's not working which is like I think that's like this movie on the whole sometimes it's pretty <laughs> yeah. cool and you're like, driving yeah. through the city in a DeLorean and, and then a Gundam comes out of an egg and it's cool and then sometimes it's really bad <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think you said it well I mean I think you, it, you summed up my review i think you did sorry i, mean, I don't
0: know I'm, I'm i'm sorry no, this I, is I, I, your moment i think you said it well like it,
1: it, it, some sometimes it's like the, the the line in the drake's that new drake song where it's like sometimes i'm happy and sometimes i'm sad like that's how i felt the whole movie
0: this is movie to a t sometimes <laughs> i'm okay and sometimes it sucks
1: <laughs> yeah and uh and i guess the extra why it's not just a five straight in the middle it's, it's, it's that spielberg element i do think you brought something in this movie that i I don't know, you know, a uh, 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 forgettable, you know, I don't know, Stephen DeKnight, you know, who did Pacific Rim Uprising, you know, just like a work a day, whatever. Director, right, right. He brought a little bit of an element to it that's that's memorable. But uh, overall, I think it's it's it's
0: fine. <laughs> so that's why I'm d- 6 out of 10. I, I'm, I'm there with you. I'm the 6 out of 10 as well. Uh, not even copying i've I debated like a 0.5 for the Gundam but it annoys me in its own way
1: <laughs> i know what you mean
0: <laughs> you yeah you mean. and it, it's, i think that's the other thing is at some point like everything that was like i love about this movie also mildly annoyed me <laughs> so it's, yeah. It's, yeah 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 which is just i guess that's when the nostalgia is like a problem you know yeah yeah i think that's the, uh, and it's just a thing where it's like
1: it's not I don't know. Really, I think Avengers kind of ruined, like, crossovers because, like, they did it, and like, they never did it before, and now that you know you can do it, it's not, like, Crazy to me it's not anymore. impressive
0: right like like it's funny to me like it's not impressive that they did this movie it's like where's the other 20 movies that you needed to do to do here <laughs> right. Dickhead, get on it jesus yeah, it's
1: true i it's can't true. figure out
0: why you it's funny to me like you know we, we like we've lost respect for what avengers did and how fucking crazy it was and oh now it's head. like all we can talk about is how like dc can't get its shit together right it's i mean we, yeah i mean i guess that's the proof that.
1: Marvel is very impressive, because no one has managed yet. It's very impressive. Like, yeah, ten years, no one has figured out that formula. And it seems very simple to
0: us, but clearly big studios can't figure it out. Two two weeks from now, we're going to fucking walk into Infinity Wars 1, and and I just... I'm not ready for that. (laughs) Like, I'm just not. I'm not emotionally and personally ready for that. And, like, the day after that, I, like, turned... 28 and I'm gonna be like oh yeah oh, okay. that's gonna be
1: a combo of everything you're just gonna, just like gonna a, be like I'm really gonna be you, like oh, it's I'm gonna like a dog <laughs> following for 10 years and you're gonna turn like 28 and you're, oh yeah you just you're gonna have a meltdown yeah. I'm sorry I'm, just, I'm gonna, gonna have you... a
0: goddamn meltdown and then like like movie games is gonna be a week late so just expect that everybody <laughs> Uh, fair enough (laughs) unless Ben edits it it's going to be a week late because I'm going to be in a sanitarium (laughs) alright from everyone here at the Movie Gang Podcast this has been Ben Aworth talk to you later I've been your host Jack Newman head on over to TuscanShed.com check out all other podcasts including Geek Space Nine and Mania Feasts for Bros check out all of the other ones And uh, while you're over there, you know the drill. Head on over to support us and uh, check out all the numerous ways that you can help support the Tuscan Shed Media Network, which helps support the Movie Gang Podcast. From everyone here at the Tuscan Shed and, of course, the Movie Gang Podcast, thanks for listening.
1: Bye.